You're now tuned in to the first and the fifteenth with Aaron Williamson. Welcome to the first and the fifteenth podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Williamson. Today, man, we have a special guest, a brother of mine, pregame Bob. Bob, how you feeling, bro? Well, well, yourself. Yeah, man. Hey, before we get started, though, I just want to say, man, rest in peace to Jalen P. And rest in oh, peace death. to Carlos Fuller, man. Um, brothers of ours that are not with us no more. Most deaf, most deaf. Yeah, man, but let's hop right into it, bro. Tell the people who you are, man. I'm Bobby, bro. I'm uh, a close friend of Aaron. Been friends since, what, seventh grade, bro? Yeah, like seventh, sixth grade, bro. 2007, to be exact. Yeah, we've been friends since 2007. Graduated high school together. Went on two different career paths, but, you know, we uh, stuck through it. Remained friends, stayed in touch, visited each other. You know what I'm saying? But me personally, I can you want me to transition into what I do or you want to? Where we at? Uh, yeah. Well, before you hit that real quick, hey, man, I appreciate uh, everybody for rocking with me. I know it's been a minute since I uploaded a podcast, but um, I'm hopping back in. And, you know, I hit Bob up a couple of weeks ago. I was like, yo, man, I'm trying to get the podcast back together. Because um, I've been doing a lot of things, man. And he was like, yeah, man, I, I'll rock with you. So Bob is, you know, me and Bob are going to be hosting this together. So I actually have to throw Bob in the in my intro. So I'm going to have to redo the intro so, you know, we could throw free game Bob in there. But yeah, man, tell the people what you do, bro. You know, you don't have to break it down into detail, but you know. For sure, for sure. So currently, I just do, uh, I do small format sales. Uh, so basically, I go into small format accounts for... Um, Pepsi. I do small small format sales for Pepsi. I go into small format accounts such as convenience stores, gas stations, dollar stores, make the orders for the Pepsi products they need. You know, I'm in the state of Arkansas. I'm in the uh, territory of uh, Little Rock, which is the uh, metro area in the state of Arkansas. And uh, my specific route is uh, a portion of Little Rock and majority of uh, North Little Rock. And so I'm in the uh, demographics of uh, people of my own kind and so it's kind of interesting to see uh certain sale sale tactics and objectives uh you know being uh executed and uh directed in this territory real quick man so to get to where you got now man can you rewind it real quick because um, like i was telling you the other day it was kind of like we both graduated at the same time same high school yeah and, you know i went into the military and then you know you went off to college you know you got yeah. your degree and you know yeah. i served my initial term yeah. But you know, you look up and it's been like four years after we graduated, and yeah. you know, I hit you up. I'm like, you, I'm like, man, what you been up to? And you like, man, I'm in school. I'm like, I thought you graduated. You like, man, I'm in CDL school, and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Like, I'm about to go to CDL school too, bro. So yeah. it's crazy how <laughs> we both end up doing different things, but then at the end of it, you know, or not even at the end of it, but you know, into you know, just getting deeper into our career fields, we both end up going to uh, CDL school, man. So that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you want me to touch on basically how I, you know, went through college and then ended up in CDL school. So basically uh, just just I was fed the guidance to, you know, do something after high school for my mama. And uh, I didn't have too many choices. I had the military or college and uh, the military didn't pan out because of uh, some polymer function tests as far as uh, related to my asthma. So I did pass that test. And so the military option was out the window and college was my only other option. Uh, I hadn't applied to any colleges. I take, I took the ACT thing, took it twice and finally was able to get a 19 on it or was it a 20? It was one of those 19 or a 20. And I was able to get accepted into Philander. Philander didn't pan out. So people felt that I shouldn't go to that school. So I took that advice and I ended up applying to Euler and I was able to get into Euler. Well, somebody contacted me about a summer program 
summer program that would help me transition into college to where I wouldn't have to take any remedial courses. So I did that program for two months prior to my first fall term of college. And uh, I was able to start my fall term and uh, regular courses and stuff. And so it took about five years for me to get my degree. I started in accounting, changed over to HR, got my HR management degree. It's a business degree in May of 2018. And that's when real life hit. Real life had hit before that, but just actually having, you know, get, you know, hit the ground with the hit the hit the ground running like you know, you got months until you, you, you got to sleep on, you know, sleep on the couch for the rest of your life. You got months to figure some out before I get put out. I said, I said that completely wrong. I had, I had a few months before mom was like, Hey, I'm finna put you out. You got to go get a job. Woo woo. As a college graduate, you're like, damn, man, I'm supposed to be had a job. But anyway, so what happened was I was talking to a partner, my final semester of college. And he, he was on the road all the time in the Snapchat videos. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? And he was like, bro, I'm with Maverick. And so I was like, all right, but I'm, I'm a college graduate. I ain't trying to, you know, he with Maverick Transportation, which is a logistics company. And I'm like, bro, I ain't trying to drive no big rig. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm straight on that. Let me look into some other stuff. So a whole bunch of interviews go on, go past. I get some. I turn, I reject the offer too. I don't get a lot of the, uh, a lot of applications. I, I got rejected shit hundreds of applications got you know denied didn't even get to an interview step so anyway it was like you know it came down to the bottom of the barrel like these are your options like you know what i'm saying you basically gonna have to take something you really can't go out there and get what you want so i hit that same dude up like hey bro uh man tell me a little bit about this and i'm hitting them up like man every day on the day just like let me see what your day-to-day is let me hear about it and you know as truckers one thing they pride themselves on is having somebody to talk to because you out there looking at nothing but highway roads hey when you say truck drivers put your bluetooth in <laughs> yeah you got these headsets so you want to talk because you ain't doing nothing for, you know paying attention to a lot of traffic so anyway i hit bro he gave me enough details and enough insight for me to make a, a decision for myself to um go ahead and take that route. Of course, I talked to a lot of people. Now, my initial plan, you know what I'm saying? That's how I got to truck driving shit. I'm going to let you get to it, bro. Yeah, man, most def. And it was crazy when you told me you was uh, in your CDL license because I think I got mine like a few months after. Like, I think it was about four or five months after. you. I know you was already on the road as I was like going through school, so you was letting me know how it was. Yeah. Can you tell me about how you took, okay, you're, you, you know, you started doing the truck driving and then you took that and you transitioned into what you are, you know, what, uh, what yeah. you're doing now. Because yeah. that was like, that's the, like, I feel like that's the perfect transition of, okay, all right, cool. You know, I graduate college and then, you know, not really want to go blue collar, but hey, that's where the money resides. And then it's like, all right, yeah. cool. I, I get in here, I work my magic. And now you see me working my way up. For sure. So what happened was I'm just kind of like, I was actively engaged in openings. Like I, I knew the CDL. I was driving a flatbed over the road and I was a regional driver. So I was, I was a regional driver in the Midwest. So the way they routed their stuff is Arkansas was considered the Midwest. And so you went from like no, no for, further south than Arkansas or Little Rock, but you did predominantly north, well, which is the Midwest. If you're going north of Arkansas, you got Missouri, Illinois, and uh, Detroit. Milwaukee, places like that. And so uh, that that's predominantly where I was. And so if you ever been to Arkansas, you know, Arkansas is not just like the coldest state. It doesn't get that cold here. I really didn't like it is my whole point. And so I was actively engaged in openings as I would get my reset time, which was like 36 hours um, every weekend. 
And so I was actively engaged in openings and Pepsi just kept coming across and I kept hollering at people from um, other trucking companies and stuff. And what specifically here in the, uh, in the Arkansas, in the Little Rock metro area, I live in Conway, but the Little Rock metro area, Pepsi is a company that has truck drivers. And I was looking to be home every day. I didn't really want to be out on the road away from my girlfriend. And so uh, I applied. I got an interview. And so I had to take off from my being on the road more than five days or 70 hours, come back home and and make sure I made that interview. And so I set it up to where I was able to. And you know what I'm saying? I went back out there on the road and I ended up finding out I didn't get that job. And so I came back home the next week and I applied for something else. And they hit me up like, instantly it was i think i came home like on a friday or early on like a thursday and i applied as soon as i got home and they was hitting me up thomas hey we need you for an interview next next what tuesday they were like we need you for an interview next tuesday so i had just took some time off i had just got i ain't been on the road three months yet i've been on the road a month and i'm already taking time off and so my fleet manager is just like, hey, we don't know if we can do it. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to let you know. You either going to prove it or I'm just not going to get in that truck and you can write me up. You know what I'm saying? I was telling them I had some emergency, you know, some uh, emergency stuff I needed to take care of at home. And you know, good thing he was understanding enough to go ahead and let it fly. And so went to the second interview and I ended up getting it. It was a fountain installation position. So Pepsi has Pepsi fountain machines. They have a department that's called the equipment department. And so basically just you dealing with all of Pepsi's equipment. And uh, one specific job requires you to have a CDL because you're driving a uh, a short bed, which is like a, a a 30 footer compared to the 48 and the 52 footers that the real truck drivers, you know, drive. And so you just delivering equipment all over the state of Arkansas. And so boom, it was just like the perfect opportunity to continue using my, utilizing my CDL, but you know, being home every night, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's up, bro. I think the biggest thing for me, just from hearing the story, bro, because, you know, you know, we, we talk like at least once a week, twice a week or whatever like that. It was kind of like, all right, cool. You know, I, I graduated college, but you didn't have a mentality of like, nah, I don't want to get my hands dirty. You know what I'm saying? And Real talk. Uh, and I, I, I was feeling the same way before I joined the military. But when you join the military, it's kind of like, yeah, you got to get your hands dirty. So that was the thing. And, you know, not throwing no numbers out there or whatever. But like uh, what you're doing now is, is like great, man. I tell you all the time. Like, oh, yeah. And I think the biggest thing with you is, is uh, like you tell me all the time, bro, I'm not like getting comfortable, even though you got every right <laughs> yeah. to be comfortable because you yeah. got people like twice our age that are like, ah, you know where you at? And they're like, ah, I'm comfortable. You know what right. I'm saying? Right, right. And so, you know, that that's that's, that's why I really like hitting your line because it's kind of like, you know, even with the both of us, you know, I come across some, I'm like, yo, what you think about it? even with, you know, our investing yeah. or whatever, whatever we decide to get yeah, into, it's kind of like, yeah. hey, what you think about this? Hey, I think this is going to hit. You know, sooner or later, we're going to hit a lick. Like, I'm not, you know, we a legal lick. You know what I'm saying? Yo, so, yo, yo. And that's I'm the a, thing. It's kinda, Let me chime in. What you say? Yeah. Bro, I'm only 25 and I ain't missed yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> you haven't right. missed yet. Like that's the dead of the truth. And I think about that every day. Like, bro, you literally haven't missed with the advice that you you give to me and in the in the, the hindsight I give to you, it's just like you haven't missed. And I'm steady. I I I constantly I feed off of it. So it, it's it's good to talk to each other about, you know, no complacency and just constantly wanting to improve and evolve. Yeah, man. And, and you know, that's what's big. You know, I think a lot of brothers don't get it until they get older. You know, and then it's kind of like, all right, when we're older, it's kind of like, is it too late? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just deeper than just, oh, man, you know, did you watch the game this weekend? Or, you know, you hit the club. Mm-hmm. You, know, it's, you know, it's deeper than that. Because after a while, it's like, man, that's old talk. Real talk, I- I'll add to that. I'll say uh, another thing, like, with my complacency is because 
with that while I'm not complacent is because you too, you have the same, same characteristic. You use your surrounding peers, whether it's a family, a friend, or a coworker, real life experiences to shape how you want your future to be. And prime example is me. I'll say I'm gonna speak for both of us because you know we've had we've had conversations outside of you know the podcast and and we know each other's lives. But I'm gonna speak for me. Like I have family and friends who you know they they, they content with what they do. They make decent money and stuff like that. They got a family, you know. Kudos to them. But it's certain things that I just want to continue doing. Like I want to continue. I mean, certain things I want. I want to evolve a certain way. You know, I have a a plan may not go specifically to that plan, but I don't want to be complacent in the matter of, okay, I got this. I can do this for so many years and that'll, my life will be great within those years. Like you, you can speak for yourself in that too, right? Just give the people a little bit of what I'm talking about. Just add on to it. Uh, yeah. I mean, basically, you know, you get into that mentality of like, man, I'm comfortable, you know, with whatever you make and then you just, you know, it's like, ah, oh, man, you know, I'm cool with what I got, but, it's kind of like, man, it gets old, man. So it's kind of like, you know, in our 20s, why not take the risk? Why not keep going, you know, mm-hmm. as far as you can, you know, because you never, my thing is, it's kind of like, I'd rather, oh, what if you say, get rich without trying? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, oh, yeah. not literally, but, <laughs> you know, to make the point, it's kind of like, man, you know, sometimes you just got to do it and just, you know, do it. Because, you know, growing up, you know, I know how you grew up, you know how I grew up, you know what I'm saying? Yep. We've seen the kids with the nice brick houses, you know what I'm saying? With the two-car yeah. garages, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, they used to that. I'm like, we want to hit that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. So to other people, it's like, oh, you know, you know, if you really look at the 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 root of it, it's kind of like, I, I want that too, you know? So, yeah. right. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much, man, that, you know, that that's all it is, man. So, um, that's why I really like chopping it up with you. So it's like every time I got something, it's not like, oh man, let me hit Bob up and bounce this off of him. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. You got the, you know, I'm in, I'm in school right now, but you know, I, I didn't do it the traditional way, but you know, anytime it's something like school related, um, yeah. you know, with the numbers, I'm always hitting you up with it. Like, Hey man, what you think about this? Right, right, right. That's, that's, that's what's up. And I'll add on to that by saying that, uh, you just basically explain like the whole, the risk versus the reward thing. I, I think I take that element and I apply it to like a major part of my life, like a lot of things in my life. So you said that we were young right now, you know, what do we have to lose? You know, we can go, you know, going from not necessarily job to job, but if we want to evolve and we want to grow, we can, we can take those chances and I don't need this job. I don't, I don't want to be placed. I'm going to go do something else. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try that experience. And, you know, you get with that experience, you gather a lot of skills and you, you get to know a lot of people. And so your network gets bigger. And so if you were to ever venture out and want to, you know, do something different or continue doing what you're doing or build on what you're doing, whatever it may be, you have that experience, those skills and the network to be able to, you know, uh, leverage that stuff and, and make things happen for yourself. And so just say you wanted to start a family as well. In addition, just say you wanted to start a family as well. You can, you know, bring your children up around their children. And then, you know what I'm saying? You got an even bigger network for your child to carry on and use and leverage for when he gets older, goes to college or goes off and gets him a trade or goes into the workforce and starts doing whatever he may want to do or just learn what he want to do. You know what I'm saying? So that's just how I look at it, bro. Risk versus reward. 
And even outside of, uh, you know, just me and your relationship, but like, oh, you know, we got Eastside Nico, D-Town to Dunn, other friends of ours on the same path, yo. You know, we hit them up and it's kind of like, I know we all don't talk, you know, like yeah. we used to, whatever like that, but it's still progression between all of us. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's kind of like, you know, I can get on the phone with Eastside right now or D-Town to Dunn and hit them up like, yo, what you been on with, with the whoop? And it's like, oh, yeah, hey, this is what I'm doing. You know, this is what we, you know what I'm saying? So it's always like, okay, forward thinking. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I agree. You know, the podcasting thing is just, you know, I'm in Kuwait, so it's kind of like, all right, man, you know, I need something to do with my time. I ain't seen my sure. family in a minute. But, yo, if this podcast ever blows up, like, I promise I won't pull no Joe Budden, uh, <laughs> you know, Rory and Ma. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. I, I, I ain't going to lie. I ain't too much keeping up with it. I, I see the Twitter jokes and stuff about it, and I've watched a few episodes of their they podcast. But I, I know the basics of what's going on. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll – I don't think I'll let – I'll allow it myself. Whatever's going on, I don't think I'll allow it myself to happen. <laughs> so, yeah, we just chatting it up, man. You said you're going out of town this weekend? Yeah, man. So I transitioned from the equipment side of Pepsi into the uh, sales side. And so uh, he... So now, so no, yeah, now go ahead, corporate. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, now you're corporate yeah. now. Now, now, <laughs> we, now, now, now it's time for the degree. This was the degree time. Out, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So it was a crazy path. It was a crazy journey. Hold on, Bob. It, hold on. I hate to cut you off. What old folks say? Go on, go on, get your foot in there. Go, go on, get, get your, your foot, foot in the door. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, transitioned from the equipment side of Pepsi into the uh, sales side. And basically, I leveraged my network. The people who I was delivering equipment and coolers for, I was in constant communication with them. And they, they just saw who I was, what type of person, you know, my character, my personality, and you know, my work ethic, most importantly, and uh, my dedication to do the right thing. And so he was like, man, you know, I leveraged that. I leveraged some other uh, superior roles, people that I knew in other superior roles. I leveraged they uh, leveraged them as a reference and recommendation, and that's what they did for me. They contacted the immediate supervisor, and he was like, "It's a go. You, you got the position." And so I transitioned into sales about seven months ago, uh, November twenty twenty. I transitioned into sales and it's been good ever since. But I say all that to say I've been doing sales consistently for seven months and it's time to decompress. You know what I'm saying? It's time for me to take my mind completely away from corporate sales. Don't think about nothing that involves that that's related to it and go enjoy this time with me and my girlfriend because we both been working our ass off and we deserve it. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to Orlando, bro, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, y'all staying at a resort or y'all just you just doing regular hotel? We Airbnb, or Airbnb. It, bro. Oh, yeah, Airbnb. Yeah, yeah, you know we Airbnb it, bro. Yeah, most deaf, man. Enjoy. Uh, have a safe. Y'all going? Y'all y'all flying or y'all y'all driving? It? So yeah, we we fly we flying. Uh, I'll put this in here just as a backstory. I was job hunting immediately after I graduated college, and I had a job interview in Tampa, Florida. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about it. Right, right. I had to, you know, make it do what it do. So I, I, at the the time, I was driving the 2004 Buick Century, had like 200,000 miles on it, and I trusted this car with my life because I'm a shade tree mechanic. Like, I was fixing on it, oil change, brakes, radiators, the whole nine, I'm fixing on the car. Everything except tires. Hey, what you tell little mama, you don't need nothing but an alternator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just get under there and tap the starter and then turn it on. It's going to turn Hey, look, 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 when you fix it, she say, how much? Well, how much you think it's worth? 
<laughs> Shade tree. But anyway, I drove this 2004 Buick Century, bro. I drove from Little Rock, Arkansas, all the way to Tampa, Florida. I have went to the interview. I had one of my best suits that I had purchased from Joseph A. Banks back when I was uh doing my collegiate you know, a career, I had to have suits and stuff, uh, events and stuff that was going on in the business, uh, business school. And so I had, you know, my favorite suit. I had took it to the uh, cleaners, got it buffed up real good, put it in my little big ass suitcase, through this big suitcase in my trunk. And I drove, I think it's 12, 13. I say, I just want to say estimate. It's approximately like 1300 miles. Little Rock to Tampa is 1300 miles. And I stopped in Atlanta with a friend. And then I woke up the next morning, drove all the way to Tampa. Did good in the interview. They basically was telling me, hey, you got the job. Don't leave. Stay here. We're going to get you the job. I ended up making the decision to just cap off the rest of that week because I was there from Monday to Friday. Cap off the rest of that trip by going to Orlando from Friday to Sunday. So, I, you know, just to cap it off, fuck it. I had money saved up. I was, I was like, bro, at this point, I could use it just to get my mind off of real life for a second. And so went to Orlando with a friend named uh, Eddie. He was a military guy. And he basically had a free hotel. And so I kicked it with them for the weekend in Orlando. And Orlando was just like a vibe, bro. Like, it was crazy because it was like, yo, this is just... I loved it. I loved the whole atmosphere of Florida. And while I was down there, I visited uh, Siesta Keys Beach. But anyway, I took a lot of pictures. And during that time, that was like the, f- the beginning of my relationship with my girlfriend. I'm sending her pictures and FaceTime and showing her on the beach and stuff. And I'm like, I got to bring you here. And that was three years ago. That was three years ago in June. Yo, bro, that was three years ago, like right now. No cap. That was three years ago, like right now. Yeah, so, yeah. In the month of May. And so, boom, what do you know? It's three years later. We've got good jobs, you know what I'm saying? Make decent money. And we taking a whole week off from Sunday to Sunday. And we're going to be in Orlando. And I'm going to make sure we hit all these places that I hit three years ago in plus more. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, you think it's uh, you think it's better than Austin, Texas? I know we linked up and uh, went to Austin a couple of times. What do you think? Uh, Comparing uh, it to Austin, what do you think? You think it's sunny, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's sunny beach, and it's beach, beach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't beat it. And it's touristy. Austin is, don't get me wrong, but Orlando is a tourist city. You got Disney World. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got Disney World. So you got to imagine all the attractions and, and, and sites and stuff that that draws into that area and the economy in that area. So it's plenty of things to do. Yeah, so I think it has it beat just on, on that aspect. But Austin, Texas, like on a nightlife aspect, oh, I ain't got Orlando beat out. Oh, well, hold on. That nightlife in uh, Orlando was crazy. I think I was just, I was really intoxicated. I was, I was trying to get a relief from fucking real life. So I really kicked it like, I kicked it stupid hard. Oh, and to cap off that trip, bro, I did a drive from Orlando, Florida to Little Rock, Arkansas, nonstop. I left Orlando at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and I made it back to Arkansas at 9.59 p.m. Central Standard Time, nonstop in that 2004 Buick Century. Yeah, most deaf, bro. Most deaf. Speaking on like the whole beach thing and stuff like that, mentally, bro, it does do something to your mind, bro. Like, you know, I've been out here in Kuwait and I stay right here, like, you know, right outside my building, like right across the streets, the Persian Gulf, right? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like beachy. You know, um, I look outside sometimes, you got like some of the Kuwaitis or some of the foreign national people, you know, they out there on the beach flying their kites or whatever. Even though I don't, you know, I don't go out there or whatever, but just seeing it, walking out of my building, mm-hmm. looking across the street, it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to be in a bad mood when you look up and it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this. 
Yeah. So I think mentally, just that like beach, like atmosphere just does something to your spirit, bro. It's kind of like, all right, man, it's time to relax. Right, right. Salt water sucks, but you know, that beach is definitely a vibe, bro. It's just like, wow. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, we coming up on 25 minutes, man. I said I didn't want to take too much of your time, yo. So yeah, you got anything else you want to you want to say to the podcast, bro? Because I know me and you're going to be knocking this out together. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I just want to, you know, let the people know they can look forward to a lot of good content, man. Uh, most most important, you know, number one thing, we going to joke. Like, this was just a groundbreaker right here. We was trying to, you know, just kind of like transition me into it, let people know who I am. But the podcast probably going to be, <laughs> it's going to be raw, uh, cut. It's probably going to get explicit at times, but we we going to try to, uh, come back and be professional and uh but yeah look forward to some some dope content and just two two people just navigating their own unique personal career paths as well as learning how to you know just plan for the future and be and be aware you know what i'm saying that's all i gotta say bro yeah man um i'm looking to get back into it man with the special guest man i'm gonna I'm I'm try to get in my bag on this one man um this podcast is not paid so you know me or you not getting paid for this but oh yeah um, if, if i'm really trying to reach my bag and get you know some big people on the pod like i gotta come out of pocket so i mean that's cool whatever it yeah, is for, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm doing it for the experience you know this is just a stress yeah. reliever hey don't so yeah telling, this is on wax you know irs be listening to these podcasts we we don't say pay just be like we we go we gonna fundle it through some 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 accounts put it like hold that. on real quick hold <laughs> on call me uh, uh who played last night who uh, played last night clippers uh, in the no 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 uh, face did a sweep face did a sweep <laughs> Who got swept last night? Who was that, man? I was just talking on Twitter. Uh, Nobody got swept. It's, it's like two no, more series. No, Miami. Miami got swept. Oh, Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah, Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Keep it on low. Yeah, Fed's going to do a sweep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, to sum it up, man, it's been another episode of the First and the 15 podcast, man. If you made it this far, hey, I appreciate you guys. This should be dropping on the first, so we're getting back into it, man. You guys have a blessed. Appreciate it, Bob. All right, see you, bro.